Napa know-how. It's Love Your Car Month at Napa. And to show your car the love, get a Napa bucket for $2.99 and save 20% on almost everything you can fit inside, like car wash, car wax, and tire shine. So save some cash and look good doing it by getting 20% off with the Napa bucket. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, exclusions apply. Minimum three items may not be combined with other offers. Offer ends 4 30 19 What is up? What is up, everybody? This is G Marie coming to you live and in full effect with G Marie Taught Me, the podcast, the unscripted, unfiltered, unapologetic series. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, I am super excited to be back recording. It has been a crazy ass like two months um, from the start of January up until now. Life has been super crazy, um, but I'm here. I'm back with episode 21. So again, thank you all so much for tuning in to the show. Um, definitely, definitely, definitely want to give a shout out to some of my people that's been following me and that's been rocking with me um, as, as when the show started. So I really appreciate you guys. And uh, some of you all have been ordering your merchandise from GibreeTaughtMe.com. So again, thank you so much. I really appreciate all of the love. Um, so yes, yeah, so let's get into it. So like I said, it's been a really, really, really crazy uh, January up until like, you know, middle of February. But that's because I have been laying low and working very, very, very hard. So um, I have a couple of show announcements that I will be a part of this week. So this week um, we have the Going Up Comedy Show, which I hope do a lot of uplighting for. And just want to uh, give a shout out to the Going Up Comedy family, um, a.k.a. Clever Vision Entertainment. My homeboy Desmond Lester's is his company. And just want to, you know, thank him for uh, rocking with me as long as he's been rocking with me. So to the Going Up Comedy Show is Tuesday. Is this Tuesday? Um, what's today? Well, February nineteenth, and the show starts at eight p.m. Uh, it's at the Marble Bar. Um, the show starts at nine p.m. I'm sorry, doors open at eight p.m. The show starts at nine p.m. There are tickets that are available um, on the website. It's eventnoir.com for the Going Up Comedy Show. Um, so a big shout out to them for sure, for sure, for just, you know, rocking with me as long as they've been rocking with me. And I have um, the second show that I will be doing the audio and sound engineering, as well as um, there are two choreographed pieces that I set on my students at the International Institute um, of something Detroit. I'm sorry. <laughs> it it kind of slipped my mind. But yes, we have our um, 
annual Black History program with Detroit Windsor Dance Academy. Uh, I'm one of the dance instructors there, and that's my dance home. Um, I started dancing there in uh, 1999, and I started teaching in 2011. Um, and we have worked so hard putting this showcase together. The kids have worked really hard. The instructors have worked even harder. Um, but most importantly, this is going to be such an amazing show. So I definitely want to um, let you guys know, uh, if you go on my social media, Jean-Marie Taught Me, you can click the link in the bio. You can still purchase tickets. Um, again, we are super excited. The show is Friday, uh, this Friday. What What is this Friday? Like, I'm freaking all the dates. Ah, Friday, February 22nd. Um, and the, the show starts at 7 p.m. So you want to get there in between, we'll say 5.45 and 6.00. But we'll definitely open up the doors at 6 p.m. So please come kick it with us. I'm super excited about this show. And there is one more show that I just add to my roster on Saturday. I was like trying to get out of it because I haven't done um, uplighting as in like operating a, a board in a while, like since college. But I am super excited to be uh, joining the gold mine team. And I will be operating the uplighting for the show, uh, Word of Mouth which is it's featuring some amazing artists um but the the head artist is armani monte and if you ever get a chance please follow gold mind detroit that's g-o-l-d-m-i-n-d-d-e-t uh armani i've been watching him for a while i've been to a couple of his shows and let me tell you this man is amazing i mean he is he's awesome like i i really can't even tell you guys but uh, when you get a chance, just check his stuff out. He does um an Armani Monte Monday where he does like a little uh, rap, well, cypher. And it's, I mean, he's really like lyrically amazing. Like, I, I mean, there there are rappers and then there are poets and, and lyricists. And, and he's a true writer and he really hones in on his craft. So, yeah, so the show is February 23rd at the Underground at Dime. Uh, 1265 Griswold Street, Detroit, Michigan. And it's at 9 p.m. Um, all ages are welcome. I'm telling you, this man puts on an amazing show. And he has some amazing artists, too, a part of the showcase. Um, again, you can also click the link in my bio um, on G. Marie Taught Me. So, yes, uh, we also have an announcement. Um, so, my company... G Marie Media LLC, we've decided to start a podcast network. And as a result, um, not only is G Marie taught me a part of the um, podcast umbrella, but I am now producing my second show um, called Motherhood Unscripted. Uh, it is powered by G Marie Media. And I am super excited to be working with this young lady. Um, I've been knowing this lady since I was in my mom's stomach. Like, if y'all knew the story, um, we we literally we grew up together. Uh, we we've grown old together, and we will continue to grow together. Um, and I just I want to welcome my my right rib, uh, Kasha Kemp, who goes by CK. Uh, she just launched her first uh, recording, and I've been uh, producing it for her. 
and I'm so excited about the first episode because uh, she hasn't been on the radio in a while and she's actually a Howard graduate um, but she's a mother of three she's a wife she's a sister she's a daughter and she's just a ball of energy but she when I say she's my right rib like when we get together um, as well as my other guy sister Carrie who is my left rib I mean Honestly, we're unstoppable, and I want to shout her out too. She's been doing some amazing stuff with her company as well. Uh, Touch of Elegance, but um, but yeah, so the name of the show is called Motherhood Unscripted. Um, motherhood is all one word, and unscripted is spelled U N S C K R I P T E D. And you can follow her on Instagram as well as SoundCloud. And again, everything is in my bio. If you click on my bio, everything is there. So uh, if you, you know, need help finding stuff, just go under the bio and all the information will be there. But please uh, check her out. I mean, she, you know, really, really worked hard on this show and we did a couple of recordings, but the main thing was just getting started. So I'm, I'm so proud of her uh, and I am super excited to be producing my second show under the G Marie Media umbrella. So, yeah. So, all right. Let's get into the meat and motherfucking potatoes. Yes, I have to say that. So, the name of today's episode is College Educated Corporate Thug. Hmm. And y'all like, why would she name this episode College Educated Corporate Thug? Well, let, let me tell y'all. So, um, for those that do or don't know me, uh, I attended Wayne State University. I graduated with my Bachelor's of Science in dance uh so i didn't i focused somewhat on the performance side but i focused mostly on like the behind the scenes stuff uh hence why i decided to get into a production <laughs> at a later date but I, I i'm a dancer at heart uh like i said i still teach dance and i um I, yeah, I still teach dance at like a couple of different dance schools actually but um there are some things that have been happening with my nine to five that I wanted to uh, talk about. So, of course, I named today's episode College Educated Corporate Thug because I kind of feel like it fit the tone for what I'm about to talk about. So, um, so I know you all know that I travel a lot for my job and I have accounts with uh, a coffee name that shall not be mentioned. But they're a really, really big coffee company, and I am a part of the brand solutions team. So I do marketing and quality control for them. Um, my schedule is pretty flexible. I, I pretty much, you know, create my own schedule, and I'm kind of my own boss, to be honest. So I love my job. I absolutely love my job. But this is where uh, things they're starting to get really, really complicated with my job. So I took a trip to uh, Cincinnati, and I had to do an account visit, and I came across um, a newer man who I hadn't met before now mind you normally when we have to do account visits um, if we can't get in contact with somebody at the account then we have to pop up at the account you know to see if the account is still even open or if we can get an updated contact so normally when I go in and I have to do like a pop in and there's a new account manager I always like introduce myself and I just kind of make them feel comfortable well in this case uh, this was probably one of the most uncomfortable account visits I've ever encountered uh, because I felt like my intellect was being challenged and not only my intellect but um, I am an African-American woman working for corporate America and sometimes that is seen as a threat when you are working with predominantly white people um, especially being an educated African-American woman who you know knows how to get the job done and 
you know, as of lately, I, I've been really, really cool, but um, this has really been bothering me because I, I, you know, you know how they say like everybody has their uh, corporate voice and then you have your, you know, your like everyday voice, whatever. So I know how to turn it on and turn it off when I need to. But the problem is that um, I was trying to help her with a marketing scenario. Unfortunately, there are certain bylaws that um, the accounts have to follow in order for them, you know, to be in accordance of their contract. And the, that account specifically, everything was fine except for the marketing. So I had suggested something to her and it pissed her off. And mind you, I wasn't being rude. I wasn't, you know, talking to her crazy or anything. But again, I am a African-American woman in a predominantly white corporate America. So the fact that I had to present something to her and the fact that I had to act as her um, subordinate in a way that was honestly, it could be intimidating, but most importantly, because I am what I'll be 30 in June. She's a little bit older and she's used to you know barking orders and stuff so when somebody else comes in and they give you uh directions or guidance to you know taking care of something that will honestly help benefit your account um she didn't take it in that way she took it as i was coming in and i was just directing orders and telling her what she needs to do and what she couldn't do but um the conversation it, it kept getting heated because she kept challenging the things that I was trying to explain to her. But most importantly, um, she said that I sent her an email of the marketing logo requirements. So I'm like, okay, so you read it, you saw the picture, you saw the do's and the don'ts, and you still don't want to listen to me. But here I am trying to help you. I'm not rushing you to you know, remove any marketing or move any marketing around. I'm telling you, you get a chance and I'll be happy to help you. She was not trying to hear that shit. The fact of the matter is, I came in and I told her that she needed to do something in accordance to um, the coffee, the bylaws of that coffee company. That's all she heard. So uh, eventually it got to the point where I had to gather my things and leave because she was just blatantly disrespectful, blatantly disrespectful. And I have to say it like that. Um, this is where that the college educated aspects it, it was there, but that corporate thugging almost came out and I had to leave. I had to leave my account. And um, it took me a while to actually call my boss and tell him what happened. Um, I also have another um, person, they're called the ROS for the company. And I, I just kind of felt like my ROS wasn't as supportive because she literally called him right after I left the account. So of course, you know, she told him a different story. Um, so to kind of wrap up that scenario, it, I was very pissed off simply because I was not trying to hinder her in any type of way. And I wasn't being rude to her. Um, I was very polite to her. And it, it, it got really, really uncomfortable, not only with myself, but also with the employees that worked there because they saw how she was talking to me and they heard how she was talking to me. And there were um, patrons purchasing coffee and they were looking at me and looking at her. So they kind of felt like they were in the middle of this... Um, this tug of war when in fact it shouldn't have even gotten to that point so now I'm, I'm asking my boss to uh, politely remove this account because I don't want it to escalate to the point where I go in there and light that bitch up <laughs> like let, let's just be honest you know um it's it's sad that it has to be that way but I would rather they remove the account than for it to get worse
you know, or for the, the visits to get worse. So, um, hey, another one bites the, the dust, I guess. Uh, but there is another scenario that I want to bring up that happened um, in the same city. Two different scenarios. And I, I, I could have handled all scenarios um, or reacted to all scenarios in a way that showed my ass but honestly i'm proud of myself for not allowing myself to get out of character with both of these mofos because i could have easily uh lost my composure with how they were you know talking to me so i um again i was in cincinnati and it was like in the evening and I wanted to grab something from Whole Foods, but I'd already had a parking spot in the parking structure at the hotel where I was staying at. So of course, honestly, I just, I didn't feel like driving to Whole Foods. So I took a lift. Um, so this gentleman picked me up and I don't even know if he was really a gentleman to be honest, but he picked me up in the lift and I, um, I actually, I also do lift on the side. I'd never really even talked about that, but I'll probably get into that one in another episode about my experiences driving uh for lyft at like six in the morning but yeah so the guy um and his name was guy like that the shit was so funny when his uh information popped up and i thought he had just entered guy as his name because he didn't want to tell people what his real name was i was like okay fuck this shit but anyways went to um whole foods it was like a 10 minute ride and the ride started off, you know, cool or whatever. He um, was very talkative, you know, holding a conversation. But this is where, like, things kind of took a turn. So the first thing he had asked me that I didn't really think anything of, I didn't take it personal. Um, I, You know, I told him I was from Detroit or whatever. And he was telling me that there was, I don't know, something about, like, another Cincinnati and Iowa or whatever. And he asked me, he said, you know, did I ever come and pick you up? take you to the airport like I feel like I, I came and picked you up like he just he swore that he came and gave me a lift to um the airport no I'm only no I've never even flown into Cincinnati so sorry that was my alarm I was supposed to take a nap that did not happen uh, <laughs> so yeah I was supposed to um I don't fly into Cincinnati I always drive because there are two accounts that I have to visit in, in Lima, Lima, Ohio. It's like two and a half hours outside of Michigan and then two hours outside of Cincinnati. So I just knock those accounts out first and then head straight to Cincinnati and check into my hotel. So, um, yeah, so that was like the first thing, like I said, I didn't think anything of it. But the second thing that he said, we were talking and... He just, he kind of interrupted me. He was just like, you just sound so professional. Like your, your dialogue, you're just so, you're, when you talk, when you open up your mouth, it just, you're just so professional. You're so professional. And like, I didn't, I mean, I don't know. Like, I really didn't know how to react to that situation because I guess my whole thing was, we were talking about people from Detroit. So when he immediately um interjected with you know oh but you just sound so professional type of bullshit and i'm just like okay i mean this is how i talk honestly but like what does that mean and i wanted to kind of ask him like well what do you what does that mean like what does that entail like what are you getting at and but he kept emphasizing um how you know i spoke to him and 
I didn't know whether or not to take that as a compliment or to take that as an insult because I'm from Detroit and I know as a Detroiter we all have our own you know dialogue or whatever but but what the fuck does that mean like I mean I, I really want to know and um actually we can kind of get into that so for Ask G Marie um if you if you all ever had an experience where whether or not you worked in corporate America or or you just had an experience being um that you are of color whether you're you know a male or a female and somebody of the opposite race it, it doesn't matter who it is um either mentioned how you spoke how you dressed how how you carried yourself and it was like an innuendo into something else like it really it wasn't even like meant to be a compliment it was meant for something else um tell me if you've ever experienced that shit <laughs> like send me send me an email uh to booking at gmarimedia.com and tell me if you've ever experienced some shit like that i mean I, I really don't know like how to take that situation and not look at it as something to be offended by but i'm quite offended i'm very offended um because that's not the first time i have i've dealt with people of the opposite I mean, of a different race and them telling me like, you know, how I talk, um, either I, I sound like a white person or I, I sound like I'm educated and, and I would never expect somebody of your uh, caliber to be, to sound like that. Or, um, the fact that I'm from Detroit born, you know, born and raised downtown, not East or West <laughs> will dictate how a person treats me or talks to me. You know, I, I just, that shit doesn't make any sense to me. So I don't know, y'all. Y'all, let me know if you've ever experienced something like that. Um, especially, especially being a college-educated person working in corporate America. Um, I really feel like I am corporate thugging right now. Like at this point, like besides the fact that I have to drink my um, sweet vanilla cream cold brew minty from Starbucks and listen to my trap music before I go into my accounts to get my shit together or get my my mind in the right place um i mean y'all y'all let me know if you've ever experienced something remotely similar to that and i mean i'm saying that because i worked in like corporate america i worked for higher education i have worked for myself i work in nonprofit, like and i've worked with uh different races so i know how to like address people and i know how to deal with people but i feel like if there's a, a, a race barrier you know, if I have a question about something, I I ask. I don't just assume. And I feel like, and it's still going on even in today's world, I feel like people are under the assumption that, you know, especially being a Detroiter, that we're just all ignorant. <laughs> like, we just all do stupid shit. Or we, we're, we're ghetto, you know, how we, how we talk, how we compose ourselves. And, and that's not what it is. I am absolutely proud to be from detroit born and raised um I always say michigan made detroit raised I'm, i've never ever ever been ashamed to tell people where i'm from in, in fact i feel like people either respect you or they fear you when you tell them that you're from detroit like for real um whenever i do other account business and people ask me where i'm from and i'm, and I'm like i'm from detroit some people get real excited. They like, oh, you from D-Town, Motor City, did or whatever. Or you got some other people 
oh, you're from Detroit? Oh, have you ever experienced like any type of crime? Have you ever been robbed before? Or, oh, Detroit is scary. Like I would never go to Detroit. It's, it's always um, violence and robberies going on and stuff. And it's like, come on out. Every fucking city has gun violence um robberies and other bullshit going on it's not just detroit michigan but i wish people would get the stick out of their ass and understand that you know all detroiters like we're all not i'm, I'm not gonna say we're all not ghetto like we have ghetto tendencies but there's nothing wrong with that that's what makes us who the fuck we are like the the conies the um going out to the club late nights the after spots the the better made chips the fago like that's us the motor city like all of that shit that's who we are so when people try to like frown on who we are and how we talk or how we just move it's like if anything we're probably one of the most hustling motherfuckers out of any other city besides new york like if you can't name any other city that hustles like we hustle i mean seriously like the fact that i can literally take you know x amount of money and i can flip that shit and make money doing something else and then flip that shit you know like we're just our our mindset is a lot different and maybe that's because a lot of us were raised off of survival you know we, we still were raised off of love but most importantly we were all raised here to survive if anything so you know, if the, the next time somebody tries to come for Detroit, just make sure you, you just know that you're coming from everybody for Detroit. I mean, from Detroit. You're coming for everybody that's from Detroit. Why y'all think Tommy Walker started that clothing line, Detroit versus everybody? Because it was always some shit in the media that talked about the negative aspects of Detroit. Most importantly, um, I understand Eminem came out with the movie 8 Mile, but 8 Mile does not depict the entire Detroit. It doesn't. So when I run into people and I tell them I'm from Detroit, the first thing they say, oh, you're from 8 Mile? Yeah, it's rough over there. And it's like, motherfucker, there are so many different areas in Detroit besides 8 Mile. Like, I stay not east, but west now. And... It's the nicer part of Detroit. So, I mean, again, I don't I don't get it. I really don't get it. Um, so, like, if anybody has this perception or this misconception of Detroiters, you need to educate yourself. Like, really sit down and talk to somebody that's from Detroit. Now, I know, you know, ghetto-ass nigga. Ooh, ghetto-ass person or whatever. But, I mean, like I said, it, it doesn't matter. All of us, we're all different in our own way. And that's what makes us unique. So, at the end of the day, Michigan made, Detroit paid. Done. All right. The second Ask G. Marie. So, we can kind of get into it. Um, maybe it's, honestly, it's a question for myself. <laughs> so, I'm going to bring up something that happened to me. So, there was this guy, and I actually did one of my episodes about him. It was called Touched by an Angel. And um, they actually got a lot of listens too. That was kind of crazy. But this gentleman, I have not talked to him since like beginning of November. Mind you, the funniest shit is that he unfollowed me off of like all social media. I did the same. I was like, whatever. He's a fucking waste. And you know, I left it alone. So on Valentine's Day, I was in Cincinnati. I was, you know, working. And he sends me a text at 3.40 a.m. 
mind you, I was knocked out. I didn't hear, I was I was asleep. But I woke up to a couple of, uh, you know, happy V-Day text messages and I saw the text from him. Mind you, at 3.40 a.m., if somebody is texting, more likely, it's probably a booty call. Like, you're not checking up on me at 3.40 in the morning. So, I liked the text because I was being petty at the moment. And I really just did not have the energy to entertain his shit because he is a very petty person. He's very immature and that makes him even more unattractive. Um, but the Friday when I got home, I went out with my homegirl and I had time. I had time. At that moment, I had time and I was already feeling good. Um, so I texted him. I was just like, yo, did you mean to text me? At 3.40 in the morning, happy Valentine's Day, you know, um, and, or was it just a general text message that you sent out, you know, to a couple of people, whatever, not a group text, just a general text. He replies back, does it say you were in a group text? That's not what I asked you. Like, just answer the question. I'm like, you could have easily sent the same text to everybody, just not in a group. So, of course, I responded back like any any text message or call that I get at four in the morning is more likely a booty call. Of course, what does he say? Did you want it to be a booty call? No, that's not what I am asking. That's not what I am implying. All I'm implying is if somebody disappears on you for probably three months or more than three months and then all of a sudden pops back up in your life like nothing has happened like you did not unfollow me off of social media you did not end communication all communication with me but then all of a sudden everything is just you know peaches and cream am i missing something here men i want you to answer this question for me whether you send me a dm um on instagram at g marie taught me you send me an email like i don't care i need y'all to answer this question why in the fuck do you guys go ghost and then come back as if nothing motherfucking happened why why do you do that that is the most unattractive annoying and childish shit that you can do to a person that is trying to get her shit in order. And I have, I've reached a phase in my life now where the fucks that I used to give, I don't give them anymore. I don't, I don't give them. I don't hand them out like I used to. So the way that um, my mindset is set up, I am trying to build a brand. I am working a nine to five. I am trying to make sure that I am taking out enough time for myself enough enough time to just take care of myself as well as make enough time for my family write this damn book that i've been working on for like god knows how long or whatever like there is shit that i am trying to get in order why do you feel the need to come and interrupt my greatness or most importantly why do men feel the need to pop back up at the most unopportune time when people have moved completely the fuck on please let me know just if you can explain it in full detail and i mean i want somebody to not be um stupid with their answer and, and by stupid like i really need y'all to be honest why do y'all do the shit that y'all do it is so annoying and this is why a lot of us women single women that are getting their shit together we don't want to date y'all 
or this is why we probably treat we put all men in the same category because we're tired of you all wasting our fucking time stay gone like take us off the rotation why even waste your time why anyways i'm i'm here for it today i'm i'm definitely here uh for some response for ask g marie please 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 shoot me an email shoot me a dm shoot me a snap let me know some because this shit is annoying and if i have to be the bad guy at the end of the day so be it i will take the title but you're not about to waste my time you're not i'm sorry i've moved on i've already moved on i probably already dated another person and broken up with him <laughs> like seriously like i'm just i got shit that i gotta do so keep that shit on your side of town um but anyway so let's i'm gonna wrap up we are at our 30 minute mark uh again thank you all so much for listening to Jean marie taught me the podcast um I, again i i appreciate all of my listeners please follow me on social media g marie taught me um follow us on facebook or like us on facebook g marie taught me follow the damn show on soundcloud or apple podcast g marie taught me um or if you need to shoot me an email because you want to work with me um you just want to give me a shout out but please no negative bullshit i'm not here for it anymore i block people that send me negative stuff uh shoot me an email at booking at gmariemedia.com eventually i will get a separate email for the show um but for now i mean you know this is good so so again uh you guys i just want to thank you all so much for rocking with me i really really appreciate it and i'll kick with y'all soon so i'll see you later Bye.